0: Welcome to Rory Ray's Business Siren Have It All Radio for Women. Hi, this is Rory Ray, and I have with me in the studio Ms. Helena Hart from HelenaHartCoaching.com. She is a brilliant coach. She's doing amazingly well. She was she is one of my teachers at RRRCT, Roy Ray Relationship Coach Training, and in all the biz trainings, she is a master coach teacher. And I'm just so thrilled to have you with me here. Thank you thank so much. You
1: so much. Oh, thank you, Rory. I feel so excited to be here today.
0: Well, there's so many things I want to ask you about your coaching practice and also about your personal life because you just got married.
1: Yes, I did.
0: All right, so there's a lot to talk about. First, let me just start. How did you decide that you wanted to be a coach and a relationship coach specifically? What, what made that, what drove you to that?
1: Oh, that's a great question. Well, my background is in psychology and education. You know, I went to grad school for psychology, and I've always been interested in helping people, educating them, and you know, working with people to help improve their lives. But really, why I decided to become a relationship coach had pretty much everything to do with my own love life and the way I was before turning everything around. And the change has just been so dramatic and it happened so quickly. I knew this is what I was put on this planet to do, to help other women do the same.
0: How uh, well anybody you can see please by the way go to Helena's site helenahartcoaching.com sign up for her phenomenal newsletters and get her free offer it's about attraction it's about getting your man it's really wonderful how could a gorgeous girl like you have problems with men
1: <laughs> oh, it's you know, it's funny. People ask me, well, how did you find men who weren't interested in you? And believe me, I found them. You know, if a man was unavailable in some way, I would just want to go after him. I would make him the goal, and I would just pine after him and try to prove myself to him and win his love, win him oh over, God. basically. It was like in my being to have this happen you know i only felt alive if i was doing this uh, it was it was just i look back now and i'm like what was i doing what was that
0: i know you know you knew how not to do that at some point you know working with the tools and whatever but how did you actually turn it around i mean it happened so fast for you
1: it really did you know circular dating was huge for me i dated so many men in a short period of time maybe three four months and i really started noticing my patterns i noticed i'm attracted to men who were sort of unavailable hard to get a hold of busy that sort of thing and i just made a decision to from this point forward only spend time with men who were a hundred percent available and whose energy was coming towards me. And, you know, that just completely changed my life.
0: Were you bored with those guys at first, or were you not attracted to them? How did you keep going?
1: I was so bored with them at first, bored to tears. (laughs) And then just this chemistry, the superficial kind of chemistry I felt with the unavailable men was so off the charts. It was almost like a drug, you know. I, I was addicted to chasing after unavailable men in very subtle ways. So, yeah, the funny thing is, I actually, through circular dating, it switched. I became bored with the men who weren't stepping up and who weren't available to give me the relationship that I wanted.
0: How did that happen? The chemistry just stopped being there? Well, I really
1: looked into, you know, I would love to hear what you think about this the difference between the superficial spark. Of chemistry that I felt with these unavailable men and real chemistry which I believe can be created through you know opening yourself up to men the nice guys in my case and just seeing how they loved me and accepted me and I didn't have to do anything to win them over they were already you know believing that I was their dream girl and that's what really made the switch for me
0: and this is what you work with with your clients, is my guess, and why you're so successful at it, because you did it. Absolutely. What do you have a woman do to change this, even if she's in the throes of, you know, really caring about one particular guy?
1: Yeah, most women come to me and, just like I was, they're hung up on a guy who's not stepping up, or maybe an ex, or someone who doesn't want to be with them. That's my typical client right off the bat. So um, I really – it's interesting. I can tell when a woman's masculine energy is all wrapped up in a guy. You know, she'll send me paragraphs and paragraphs about this guy, and he texted me at this time, and I responded at this time, and just pages, you can just tell. The masculine energy is all focused on the guy, making him the goal, just like I did. So it sounds a little – counterintuitive or off point but what i really work with her is you know getting her some goals some other goals that have nothing to do with him and you know so this is something i learned from you employing that masculine energy for herself and her own life and yes that does include circular dating and uh opening up her energy to other men who are totally available and into her Often what happens is the guy comes back around, but at that point, she's bored with him, just like I was. Hmm. She's now interested in the men who would just do anything to be with her.
0: It, it just shifts like that? Yes,
1: for some people, faster than others. Uh, For me, it took a few months of getting used to it, and, of course, I'd have little relapses, so to speak, where an unavailable man would come back and the chemistry would just take me over. But once a woman really experiences what it's like to be in the center of all these amazing men, I mean real masculine energy men that want to be with her, and she really learns that. Hey, I don't have to do anything to win these guys over. All I have to do is be myself. Everything shifts, and and things just sort to sort of to organically move in the right direction. She starts to actually develop attraction and real chemistry with some of these guys that that would just, you know, do anything for her.
0: It sounds like what you're saying is, once she just gives that a try, she starts to bloom as a person. And then I can just imagine this because it took me forever. And it, it, you know, I wish I'd had you as a coach because, uh, you know, making the switch to the nice guys was, it, it, I wasn't able still to open up. I didn't know how to open up. I just made a choice of a nicer guy. But the way you're talking about it, if a woman actually starts to open up in the presence of a guy who really likes her, then she starts to feel herself in a different way, right? So is this all of a sudden turning into this magical, oh, my gosh, I know who I am and I'm okay, and start to heal all kinds of things?
1: Absolutely. I think uncovering who you really are, that's another hallmark of my work because so many of us are walking around trying to hide who we are, and who we are is what makes a man see you and just say, that's the, that's the girl for me. I'm coming after her a good one of these good masculine energy men so yeah in a lot of ways it's like everything shifts and it's a light a light bulb goes on some people it takes uh, longer than others but i've had clients the very next day after our first session go out and just open themselves up in the presence of men and have gotten incredible results very quickly
0: all right this it is magical it is totally magical so what I'd love to move into now is you mentioned about how you try to get a woman into her own thing so she stops focusing her masculine energy on a man and instead focuses her inner boy energy on something else. And what we're talking about here now is having it all, a new program I have, a new focus I have, which having it all involves business because we all have to work, we all want we have to spend a lot of hours every day doing something that brings in money or not. And in my experience, we tend to think of those as mutually exclusive or conflicting where I, want to, I really want to bring this together. So now that you're married and you are an entrepreneur and you've got clients and you're successful and you work at marketing, how do you structure your life so that they don't interfere with each other? What do you do when, you know, your man shows up and you're working on something? All of those things. How how have you discovered how to do that? And how has, you know, working and becoming a coach and and creating a marketing base and actually taking care of business, how has that affected your actual relationship? That was a lot of questions there. (laughs) That's a
1: great question. I have so much to say about this. You know, starting from the beginning... You know, I was at a job years ago that I liked it okay, I wasn't unhappy, but I just, I really knew that there was so much more out there for me to do. I felt like I wasn't living up to my full potential, and I just sort of felt like I was spinning my wheels, and I was, I think, subconsciously trying to make up the difference in my love life. I thought, okay, well, mm-hmm. let me let me focus my energy on trying to find the guy and get married and get a relationship, and just obviously using my masculine energy in all the wrong ways. So it's really when I, you know, I started working on my business, started training with you. Uh, A couple months later, my husband showed up in my inbox. You know, we met online, and I was actually open to him. Before, I was only open to men who were like, a certain type, very, very smart, successful, uh, very specific type that did not ever work out for me
0: status power kind of thing. Yes. Absolutely. Right.
1: Yeah. So, when it was really, you know, finding the relationship of my dreams and having it all had very little to do with the guy. In my case, it had everything to do with getting my my masculine and feminine energies in order. So, what I do now is, you know, I'm full force masculine energy working I'm talking to clients. I'm in my boy energy so they can be in their girl energy. And I feel like it's almost like my masculine energy just gets all used up, you know. And then my husband comes home at the end of the day and I can totally just be in feminine energy. He shows up and I can just melt because I've used all that masculine energy already working so hard every day.
0: You probably coach it in the evening, though, what do you do, or you want to take care of a marketing thing or your website falls apart? How do you do that when he's home?
1: Oh, yeah, great question. I do I have an office. you know, I can go upstairs, close the door, and do it, but really, you know things things come up. We can be sitting on the couch having dinner or watching a movie, and oh, somebody just bought my book or joined my program, and I have to email them their login information. So it's not, you know, it's more of a flow. It's not like from this hour to this hour I'm in masculine and the rest of the evening I'm in feminine. It really is um, this fluid thing that I feel like I've gotten the balance really well. I can take a minute and say, oh, you know, I feel so excited somebody just joined my program, you know, send whatever email I need to send and then get back to what I'm doing with him.
0: So you can just switch it really quickly.
1: I think so. I think I'm pretty good at that. And also, you know, I don't think it's terrible for him to see me working. If, if he comes home, I'm still working. I mean, I, he thinks it's sexy. You know, he he says, I know you're smarter than me. I love that. I, he thinks it's a huge accomplishment that he landed wow. me, basically. <laughs> so as long as I'm not using that masculine energy to try to, like, manage him or turn it on him, you know, the minute I start to say, "Oh, are you going to clean this up? Did you do this or do that?" I can feel him start to back off a little bit.
0: Ah, and you're, oh, you've you've become like hyper aware of that.
1: Yeah, and, and I don't even think it's anything he can put his finger on, but I'm I'm extremely aware. So yeah, the minute I take that, you know, focus if I have masculine energy in me that hasn't been used up and I and I you know start asking him about this or that did you did you finish this did this get done yeah i can feel him start to back off uh that's when i know to you know trust him to handle whatever he needs to handle and you know if i have boy energy in me i need to use use it for myself use it you know answer some emails or do something on my website
0: so the trick here is not to try to control where you are but where you're using it so if you all of a sudden you're feeling an overwhelming uh control freak moment or you need you just feel the need to get something done instead of trying to breathe and relax and trying to go there you go excuse me and you go and you take care of something and then you come back
1: yeah and i turn
0: around and do it differently
1: Uh Uh-huh, and I can totally be a control freak at times. I'm not naturally this way. (laughs) So
0: I feel like the smarter
1: you are, the more driven you are, the more you need to do in your own life that has nothing to do with a man to use up that masculine energy so you can be in total girl energy when you're with him.
0: All right, so this business entrepreneurial part of it, this is what's eating up and using your boy energy. Do you ever have points where you resented it yourself or felt that, you know, there's something wrong with you being powerful and using all this energy and being successful? Did you ever have, like, those moments? I feel like
1: oh, I love it so much. I really feel like I was born to do this. So I, I love, I mean I feel like I get to do whatever I want all day. I get to do, you know, what I feel compelled to do. If I feel like writing, I get to do this. If I need a break, I want to go for a walk, I can do that. So, really there's not a lot of resentment on On my part, sometimes my husband comes home and he's like, do you even have a job? You're so happy all the time. You never seem stressed out (laughs) because um, just joking around. Because, you know, know one of the best things about being an entrepreneur is you get to make your own schedule. And I always had this image in my mind, like, I want to work from home. I want to be able to make my own schedule. So, yes, I do get stressed out sometimes, but it's really not anything compared to what it used to be like before I had my own business.
0: Well, what was that? You used to have a regular job. so how Yeah, did I worked the... in
1: psychology. Um, you know, I, I felt like I had to be at a certain place from this time to this time, and I just knew I there was more out there for me. I knew I could be accomplishing more, helping more people, doing different things. So... Yeah, really, and I hear this from a lot of women, they think, well, once I get my relationship on track, once I find a man and get married, yeah. then I'll work on, then I'll start a business, then I'll feel secure enough. And for me and for, you know, most of my clients, it's really not that way. You want to, you know, work on accomplishing what you want to do, you know, otherwise you're going to be kind of subtly looking to a man to to make you happy when you want to, Start, you know, do what it takes to make yourself happy first. For me, that's what attracted the kind of man that wanted to make me happy.
0: Were you actually in the counseling profession?
1: Yeah, I was. It was, it was great, you know. But I always felt like I was working for someone else's dream,
0: you know. Ah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Do As you ever I felt, wake up
0: in the morning and go, Oh gosh? I have to do this and not want to?
1: (laughs) Oh, yeah, every morning. Yeah, pretty much every morning towards the end. Not that it was bad, you know, but yeah, I just kind of thought, well, this is great for the owners of the business who I'm working for every day, but sort of it wasn't my dream. You know, definitely wasn't my dream. So
0: So now when you get up in the morning, do you have like a schedule that you've worked out or are you just kind of free flowing through the whole day?
1: I have clients scheduled, you know, scheduled in advance. The rest of the time, I like to really. You know, use my feminine energy to intuit and you know feel what would feel best to do in the moment
0: that is so brilliant that is exactly what <laughs> Have it all is all about, so it's not this so much this balance of shifting oh now I'm going to do this now I'm going to sit and relax, but that you allow your innate feminine energy to organically create your 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 time. Uh, yeah, time effectiveness.
1: Yes. Uh huh. And then my boy energy puts it into play. You know, oh, right now I really feel like you know writing a newsletter, and then I you know get the computer and do it. So yeah, it doesn't. I don't like rules. I don't like strict schedules of things. It just has never really worked that well for me. And this really works, and I get so much more done when I just do what I want to do. You know, do what I feel most compelled to do in the moment.
0: What do you do for your clients when you, when you find, this has been my experience in the training that I, that I do, is women who say that they are not organized or don't feel methodical or don't feel they have it in them to make a business of their own. What do you do that, or something that would uh, use their masculine energy enough to really keep them occupied? How do you help them do that?
1: That's a great question. I think there are different ways you could go with this and whatever works best for the woman, you know, one option would just be fall in love with the chaos. You know, fall in love with the fact that there's papers all over your desk and you've you know, your to do list seems impossibly long. That would be one option, see how that works for them.
0: That's um, the one I use.
1: <laughs> is it really? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, me too, actually. that that That's what works best for me, rather than trying to, like, use your willpower to force yourself to get organized or do something. It just has never really worked for me all that well.
0: Exactly. That's, that is tremendous <laughs> that you've got one of my five abilities of an entrepreneur that's in my biz course there. Yeah, I mean – I used to just go, oh, I'm okay with it, I'll be okay, or I ignore it really well, I can walk over piles of stuff really well, but but falling in love with it is so much better. Oh, I
1: love all this color
0: and <laughs> all this stuff that's everywhere, <laughs> and then allow, I allow my feminine energy to kind of pick and choose what happens next out of this, and sometimes it's clean it up, and sometimes it's not.
1: Absolutely, and even in, in my relationship, it just... Works wonders. To, you know, I work from home when I'm coaching. I coach from home when I when I'm teaching for you. I'm at home. I could easily, you know, f- have dinner prepared and on the table every night when my husband comes home. But he he likes to cook me dinner. I've actually never once cooked him dinner. He likes oh my gosh. it. He likes to yeah. He likes to come home and do that and and come serve it to me. It's almost like when we first started dating and he was you know trying to impress me with his cooking skills, uh, I I don't, you know, maybe one day I'll want to learn some recipes and try it out, but right now, you know, he likes to do that. I don't want to take it away from him. Same with cleaning up. So, You know, I don't want to spend my day picking up after him. i rather work on my business and work with clients, so that's what I do.
0: Are you saying that there hasn't been any conflict at all about the fact that you do nothing? It's so funny. He's yeah. Why don't you pick up your stuff? Or pick up my stuff? Are <laughs> you uh, not doing enough for me? He's never. He'll be, just no, he's so
1: he's so happy just to have me there. You know, when he's cooking dinner, of course I go. Hey, do you want some help with anything? Can I? You know, a, a few times I've asked. He goes, Nope. I like to do this for you. Um, that's it. With with the cleaning, you know, we hire people to come clean every couple weeks. This is. I rather just not spend my time. Doing that. If there's nothing wrong with that, if someone likes cooking and cleaning and taking care of the house, I don't think there's anything wrong with that, but it's just not what I feel like spending my time doing. So if I had done that, you know, I might start to feel resentful. Oh my God, I cleaned up after you all day, cooked you dinner, and, you know, if he doesn't behave the way I want to,
0: then yeah. I can start
1: to feel resentful, right?
0: Exactly.
1: Yeah, I think you said it best. Anger and resentment build in direct proportion to the amount of energy and effort you're putting out. So if I was at home all day putting all this effort into, you know, the house and all that stuff, if he didn't, you know, let's say he comes home and forgot to kiss me hello, I would probably start to feel angry. But I I spend my time doing what I like to do, which is working on my business, helping clients, all of that stuff. So no, it really, um, I feel like there would be more conflict if I was doing more, to answer your question, because I would probably start to feel angry and resentful if I wasn't getting, if I felt I wasn't getting enough in return, if that makes sense.
0: Totally makes sense. I think that's the most difficult thing of all, being okay, doing nothing, and I also feel that it creates so much more peace in the relationship. I know that regardless of whether or not I think that I'm feeling resentful, when I am in a mode of wanting to do or wanting to help, something shifts in my energy that is so subtle that I can feel it in my husband. And that's when he becomes perturbed about something else. It's almost like my energy leaning forward triggers something that he thought of before.
1: Oh, it's almost like he picks up on your energy without you having to even say anything.
0: Exactly. Whereas if I've never heard of a man being upset with a woman who just lays around and does nothing. We women tend to judge other women like that, though. And I also think that we women tend to judge other women who have their own businesses. Because I don't think we think of that as a real business. I know that I work ridiculous hours because I want to, and I choose to, and it's all very creative for me. It's just an incredibly creative experience, and yet I feel guilty some of the times. There's, there's feelings that pass through me. Oh, my gosh, I'm not really working, even though I'm, I'm working hard, and I have to laugh at myself when I notice that I'm saying those things, but have you ever experienced that? Yourself? Oh,
1: absolutely, absolutely, you know, feel feel guilty for feeling like you're not doing enough and feel guilty when good things happen, when you, you know, when money's coming in and you're feeling successful, yes. wanting to downplay that. And you know, I, I don't know if that's just our position as women, you know, oh, you know, no thanks, I'm not doing that well, but, you know, not feeling great about, same with men, not feeling great what men give to us and do things for us. Instead feeling guilty like we need to be doing something i think we were all brought up placing our worth you know based on what we can accomplish or do for others so to to do nothing and just be loved for who you are is just completely counterintuitive in in my experience
0: well i think you put your finger on the core issue here i really i really do that somehow we were all taught to feel worthless just as who we are and that we all put layers on top of ourselves and created personas and created ambition and all kinds of things in order to sort of paste the the pictures of worthiness on ourselves. And then when things go bad, we go, oh, yeah, of course, I screwed up, of course, you know.
1: Absolutely. Yes. I, I tend so to So how do you deal
0: confident. with that? How do you deal yeah, with it? I, you were taught to feel that your worth was tied up? How do you how do you deal with it when it comes up?
1: Oh, uh, it's so interesting, yeah, because I, I do, I am faced with that continuously and, and also fear. I think with you know, entrepreneurs you're you're coming up against fear and resistance continually too, along with the guilt. And just like the organizational stuff, if you can fall in love with that guilt and fear and uncertainty, I think that's huge. Rather than trying to, like, stuff it down and rise above it, oh, I'm too reasonable to feel afraid of this or guilty about this. And really embrace those feelings because yeah. they're a part of you just like all your other feelings. If if you can learn to do that, I mean, you can do anything.
0: Wow. No, I thought that was brilliant. Is it, listen, is there anything else that, any question you'd like me to ask or anything that you'd like to offer this conversation? Because it's so off of, so different than my normal conversation about how, how you would help women with their love lives. What we're basically talking about is if you help women not just love themselves in that standard self-esteem way, but actually help build the whole other part of their lives, that their love lives will automatically get better. So are there any tips yeah. or keys? It's so, or
1: true. Yeah, it's so true. Yeah, so true. I just feel like, wow, if I can do it, anybody can do it. You know, I, I I always knew I wanted to have it all. I knew I wanted my own business and to get married and settle down. But I just deep down, I didn't know if I could, or I didn't know if I deserved it. And I, you know, believe it or not, I am not the most uh, self-assured, confident person in the whole world. You know, I second guess yeah. myself continually. So I don't want people to think that, oh, just because I'm not super confident or I, I don't feel smart enough, I, I can't do it. I can't have it all. I just feel like if I could do it, anybody can. So anyone listening, I know you can too. i you know, I've been through a lot these past few years. It's, you know, a lot of health issues, as you know, surgeries, yeah. going through all of this stuff. You know, while you know, starting this relationship and building my business. So, it doesn't matter. You know, if, if you think, oh, I can't do it. Everybody feels that way. I believe, at some point, it it often has, it has less to do with talent, in my opinion, and more to do with just facing that fear and resistance and proceeding anyway. You know what I mean?
0: Yes, you're saying a version of just do it.
1: Yeah, just do it as in, you know, embracing thank you fear, thank you guilt and resistance and getting up every morning and just continuing to do things regardless if you know whether or not you feel like you deserve it or if you can do this or not, I just never thought I could do it. I really didn't and and you know I still you know I still run up against that sometimes, and my confidence is building slowly, but you know i I'm not the most self assured person in the world it's that's surprising to most people for some reason, but it, it doesn't have anything to do with my success. You can still have it all, even if you feel nervous sometimes or feel like maybe no one's gonna like you. You can still have it all. You just have to do things and keep going.
0: Give me, a, give me some some tips because what you're saying about you're not being that self assured. Sometimes you feel insecure, and yet you are one of the most successful coaches I know. So you're saying that just because you're feeling I can't doesn't mean you can't. So what are some tips about? You know, do you have any like straight business tips? What a woman can can do to to perhaps. Reach out, or to create uh, traffic to our website, or anything that that you specifically did for yourself that paid off big time for you.
1: Yeah, I I feel like we're all sort of looking for evidence to confirm our beliefs. You know, so if I had this belief, like I can't do it, I'm not smart enough, I'm not uh, I'm not old enough, no one's gonna listen to me, no one's gonna care what I have to say. You know, those types of things. If you can really, you know, let yourself feel all those things and then, you know, just, you know, keep doing what you're doing and then look for evidence that discredits those beliefs. Like, you know, I'll do a teleclass and, you know, I'll stop the recording when it's over and I'll, my brain tells me, oh, that was terrible. Everybody hated it. So interesting. And then I'll go and check my email and I have 10, 15 emails about how wonderful it was. And I've never You know, I've never heard any negative feedback at all, but, you know, my brain tends to tell me that I'm not good enough sometimes. So, you know, one tip would be to just love that voice and embrace it, you know, similar to your stranger tool, and and then, you know, when you see evidence that tells you otherwise, really take that in, too.
0: All right you just said something so powerful this is something i experience all the time and i really i really want to create an antidote for it that i want to talk about but i'd love to hear yours and that is what if those 15 great emails did not come through in other words oh my god i did something i felt horrible oh the recording scratched here oh i got an email from somebody saying you know you didn't answer my question or I couldn't get in, and there's no positive feedback because nobody bothered to write you. How do you survive then?
1: Oh, it's such a great question. I mean, you're not going to feel good in those moments. Obviously, it's just not going to feel good. It's it's tricky, you know. I would I would just keep embracing that voice. You know, it's you're saying, oh, you're you're right. You know, if you're, the voice was right, oh, my God, I'm no good. I'm not good at this. I'm not smart. Um, just embrace that. And, I mean, I promise you if you just keep if you keep doing what you're doing and, you know, doing what you feel compelled to do in the moment, oh. you will eventually get some positive feedback. But you're right. You don't want to be completely dependent on it. So, um, you know, I What it, is it that you carries
0: know? you through? What is it that carries you through the good and the bad? You know, I just
1: feel like this is my purpose in life, you know, this is what i am put on this planet to do, and I've never felt that way before in any other job, even though, you you know, maybe I had a steady income, I was doing well, I just feel like this is what I'm supposed to do, there's no way that I'm not supposed to be doing this, and I believe that is what carries me through. So, for anyone listening, if you can find that thing, whatever it is, it will take you through those lows and through those times of uncertainty.
0: I'll tell you something, too, I know about you, and I'll just make a big general rule about it. I know that you're not in this for the money. I know that when you set up a marketing thing or a sales page, you're not just trying to count the dollars. You are about helping women. You are so totally about using your gifts to be helpful that it just that's what showers everything you do and that's what gets me through
1: absolutely yeah i just the money is just eh, i i've never really been hung up on it or or cared so much about it and i think i believe that's why it just sort of flows to me i'm doing what i love i'm working really hard and helping people and the money is just comes i've never worried about it i've never you know worried i'm not going to have enough this month or anything like that, which is—it seems a little. It's just like how you
0: attract men. Exactly. <laughs> You're not focusing on the money.
1: Yeah, and it just or the just result at all.
0: You.
1: Yeah, not not at all. I've I've never been a person who's hung up on the numbers, or I need to you know make this much money in this month. I'm really I'm just not focused on it. I've never really had to be.
0: Well, you know that's a conversation for a whole other time that I you brought up that I think really needs to be addressed. Is if you're going to magnetize men, if they are going to fall for you when you do nothing, how does it work in business? When you're actually being a man, it, being your boy, that is not what is happening. You are pushing and shoving and doing stuff. So where is the role of the girl in that equation in our work so that we are bringing the money to us and leaning back in a sense? I I think that's fascinating. In other words, in in your relationship with a man, there really is no space for the boy unless uh, your guy falls over and you need to call 911 or something like that. But in business, there's room for both parts.
1: Yeah, I definitely think so. It's almost like your boy energy is, you know, working for your girl, creating the safety and the space for her to just, be there and breathe and intuit what's going on inside her and around her. That's, that's sort of the way I like to look at it.
0: Oh, that's beautiful. Thank you. That made me feel good. <laughs> <laughs> I had a rough day yesterday, so this that, that, was, that was very helpful. Helena, you've been helpful tremendously in this. And um, I, I cannot recommend you... I can't say enough about you. You're one of my favorite people in the world. You're a brilliant coach. Your heart is so huge. Your brain is humongous. And here you're just living the life that you are telling your clients to live, and that's why you're getting all these incredible results. So, everybody, go to Helena Heart Coaching, coaching Com Download her freebie. It's amazing. You'll get a real idea of how powerful she is and just the whole feel from her site. It's so simple and so pure, and I know that you will love working with her. Thank you so much, Helena, for your time.
1: Thank you, Rory.
0: Bye-bye.